With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart fills the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Yes. In this episode, I will read from uh, one of my books that's online, uh, Amazon.com, Kindle eBooks. The title of this one is The Prodigy, Part 7, Phaedrus, Plato's Phaedrus. Tommy L. Hart's reference book on Platonic and King James Bible features. 93% of features are already underlined in this book. And that is to help you and you're pointing out the features in the other books. It serves as a reference, as it says there. It serves as a reference. Uh, so, Let's get started with it. You know that uh, this book, as my other books, e-books and paperback books, uh, deal with the subject matter of the relationship between Plato's dialogues and the content of the King James Bible. Uh, And you are to point out the features, as you will hear me do in this episode, and the features, the uh, relationship between Plato's dialogue, in this case, Phaedrus, and uh, the King James Bible content is evidenced in the features, the features. So keep that in mind. Uh, when you get your books, if you haven't already gotten them, uh, and the books come with instructions. All books, all my books come with instructions, whether they are ebooks or paperbacks. And uh, I would advise you to, after this program, uh, go to Amazon.com and uh, put in search Tommy L. Hart, uh, Plato, uh, put in the Prodigy, the Prodigy, P R O D I G Y, the Prodigy. Uh, slash Tommy L. Hart, or even simply Tommy Hart, H-A-R-T. So let's begin. 
reading from uh, the Prodigy Part 7 having to do with the dialogue Phaedrus, P-H-A-E-D-R-U-S, Phaedrus, one of Plato's dialogue, and the uh, King James Bible content. Uh, Let's begin. I'll begin with number 11 here. You know, we have a platonic statement followed by a Bible statement. If there are two or more Bible statements uh, in an item, such as number 11 or number 12 or 13, you deal, you read the platonic statement first, the first Bible statement, and you point out the features in that first Bible statement and the features, the like feature or opposite feature, whatever the case may be, in the platonic statement. Once you've done that, then you turn your attention to the second Bible statement in the set, okay? But the rules call for you to go back again and read the platonic statement. Then read the second Bible statement and see what shared features or opposite features, opposing features, whatever the case may be, are those are two statements share, uh, the platonic statement and the second Bible statement. Of course, if there is a third uh, Bible statement in a set, you must, again, return to the Platonic statement, read it, then read the third Bible statement and compare the two. See what uh, shared features or opposite opposing features uh, may be there in those two statements. So you deal with one Bible statement and a Platonic statement uh, at a time. You're not comparing Bible statement to Bible statement, okay? You're always comparing uh, the a Bible statement with a platonic statement. That's always. Never a Bible statement to a Bible statement. So let's get started. Number 11, a platonic statement says, or either, most often I say, Plato says, the book will say, uh, it will just say platonic statement. Okay, but Plato says this, that it is much more refreshing to walk in the open air. The Bible says, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. I see that Plato features the word refreshing, and the Bible features the word refreshing. Okay? Now, I move to number 12. Plato says that it is much more refreshing to walk in the open air. The Bible statement says, or the Bible says, let us walk in the light of the Lord. in, In each case, I am always answering the question, what do I see? What do I see that is alike in the two statements? What do I see that is in opposition in the two statements? What do I see? Do I see a question? One is asking a question, and the other is answering the question. What do I see in the two statements that I'm comparing? Uh, I might see 
in one state and in a command, and I might see the uh, uh, the carrying out, the fulfilling of that command in the other in, in the other statement. I might see a command, and I might see a nonconformance uh, to that commandment in the two statements. So I'm always asked the question. I'm always seeking to answer the question: What do I see? Okay, so let's read it again. Plato says that it is much more refreshing to walk in the open air. The Bible says, let us walk in the light of the Lord. I see Plato features walk in the, the Bible features walk in the, and those two features are the same. You may say, those two features are identical. Number 13, Plato says that it is much more refreshing to walk in the open air. The Bible says, keep my ordinances to walk therein. What do I see in those two statements? I see Plato features to walk and the Bible features to walk, and those two features are identical. Number 14, Plato says that it is much more refreshing to walk in the open air. The Bible says at the same time, in those two statements, we I see a rhyme. I see that at, in the Bible statement, is the rhyme for that in the Platonic statement or Plato's statement. So in this book, uh, The Prodigy Part 7, uh, highlighting Phaedrus, um, there are a few rhymes, okay? So you may not see uh, phrases that are alike or in opposition or otherwise, but you... but if you don't see something like that, then look for the rhyme, okay? But there's always something in the two statements that you are comparing, whether it be something that is alike, opposite, question and answer, command and performance, command, non-performance. Uh, if you don't see anything like that, then look for the rhyme because in, in each of these, there is something Okay? Something relevant. All right. Number 15. Now, let me say this. In the books, e-books, and, in my e-books and my paperbacks, all Bible statements are referenced. You have the Bible, uh, all, you have the references for all the Bible statements, okay? Now, as I'm reading here, I am not, re obviously, I'm not reading the references. I merely say, the Bible says. But in the books, you have the references, okay? And if you're playing the game, uh, you need not read the reference, uh, only the statement, but say, the Bible says. And those of us that go through, really th through these things, I say, Plato says, then I say, the Bible says, okay? If you're playing the game, that's how 
That's one of the rules of the game. To read in reading the Platonic statement, you must say Plato says, and when reading the Bible statement, you must say the Bible says. Nevertheless, the references are there. Okay. Now I've, I've spoken on this before. Let's see what number fifteen uh, says to us. Plato says that it is much more refreshing to walk in the open air. The Bible says <laughs> the prince of the power of the air. Let me see here. Okay, I see that Plato features air and the Bible features air and those two features are the same. Why are these things important? They are important, number one, first of all, because they have shared features or they have a rhyme, you know, two words that rhyme. Uh, also, they are important because they show that Plato in his dialogues and the Bible, the King James Bible, speak of the same things. That's very important. The relationship is shown, the relationship between Plato's dialogues and Bible content is shown in that very thing as well, that both speak of the same things. In this case, both speak of air. Now, notice again about these things as I read that one state, one platonic statement uh, will come up, it can come up several times, as been the case here. It's come up several times. Why is that? Because in each, in each instance, with the platonic statement and the Bible statement, I'm pointing out only one feature. Okay? So there are, there are, may, there are probably several features in each platonic statement. So then I come again, I follow that by repeating the platonic statement and showing another feature between the two statements or shared by the two statements, you know, another, another feature. So you'll hear me read a platonic statement several times as you observed here and heard here at this point. But that's the reason. Notice that each time I'm pointing out a uh, different uh, feature, okay? The statements can have several, or the platonic statement can have several features, right? Making up the statement. Okay. So that's why you hear, you've heard me read the same platonic statement about three or four times so far. All right. Number 16. Plato says that it is much more refreshing to walk in the open air. The Bible says, open the eyes of these men. I see, in answer to the question, what do I see? I see Plato features uh, the open, the Bible features open the, open the is the 
uh, reverse, and there's another word I have for it. Uh, can't think of it right now. But open D is the reverse of the open. Plato says the open. The Bible says open D. Those two features are the same. Now, for that sameness, you will not say that they are identical. Why? Because the wording, the order of the wording is different. So because of that, you can't say that they are identical, but you can say that they are the same because the same words are used. Okay? So in my books, you have instances of that where you have, just as, as I just said, okay, I don't need to repeat that. Moving on to item 17, bear in mind as well that each items, a platonic statement and a Bible statement, each one of those is a piece of evidence showing the connection between that dialogue and uh, the King James Bible, okay, or the connection between that statement and a statement in the King James Bible. It's all about connection, showing the connection, showing the relationship, okay? Here, in, here, here you have the word relation or relationship, and you have the word connection, okay? Show the connection, show the relationship. These two words may be and are interchangeable, okay? But that's what these items show. That's what the ev- these evidences, each platonic statement and Bible statement is a piece of evidence in and of itself, adding up. Uh, putting all of the pieces of evidence together in all my books, uh, there we have in my books thousands of pieces of evidence. You may hear me read and say that's a, and, and point out a feature, and you may say that's a small thing. Yes, it is. Each feature in and of itself is a very small thing. But when you have Thousands, I'm really talking about thousands of people, okay? And I'm not talking about one or two thousand, not even three thousand, okay? I'm talking about thousands. When you have thousands of pieces of evidence, then you have uh, a humongous amount of evidence, okay? Not, you've gone from one small thing to thousands of small things. And when you put all those thousands of small things together, you have a what? You have a big thing. So these evidences all together amount to a very big cause of the number of them. That's understandable. Okay. And remember, this is evidence. The features are the ev- show the evidence of the connection. Plato speaks of air, 
the Bible speaks of air. That's just one item, one instance. Uh, Plato says walk, uh, to walk. The Bible says to walk. And each one of those, a piece of evidence. The features are the evidence of the connection or the relationship between and the Bible state. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Okay, now, number 17. Plato says, then to be shut up in a cluster. The Bible says, then to eat and to drink and to be merry. The question, what do I see? That is alike, opposite, etc., etc. I see that Plato features than to the phrase than to. Plato features the phrase than to, and those two, uh, those two features are the same or identical. Item eighteen. Plato says than to be shut up in a cluster. The Bible says the priest shall shut to ask me. Ask, what do I see that is featured? That's what the question is asking, okay? Okay, I see that Plato features the phrase shut up, and the Bible features the phrase shut up, and those two features are identical. Next, 19. Plato says, then to be shut up in a cluster. The Bible says, Jericho was straightly shut up. What do I see? I see Plato features, the Bible features, shut up, and those two features are the same. Item 20. Plato says, then to be shut up in a cluster. The Bible says, because it shut not up the doors. What do I see? I see that Plato features the phrase shut up. The Bible features the phrase shut not up, and those two features are in opposition. Got that? Plato features shut up. The Bible features shut not up. Those two features are uh Opposites, okay? Plato says, item 21, than to be shut up in a cluster. The Bible says, a burning fire shut up in my bones. Plato features the phrase shut up. The Bible features the phrase shut up, and those two features are the same. Item 22 or exhibit 22. Each one of these is an exhibit, okay? Uh, 22. Plato says, then to be shut up in a cloister. The Bible says, the prophet was shut up in the court of the prison. But do I see? I see that Plato features shut up. The Bible features shut up, and those two features are the same. Exhibit 23. Plato says, there he is right. The Bible says, 
and there he maketh the hungry to dwell. I'm letting that big I'm letting that big truck pass by. Okay. Again, Plato says there he is right. The Bible teaches, the Bible says, and there he maketh the hungry to dwell. What do I see? I see that Plato features the phrase, there he. The Bible features the phrase, there he. And those two features are identical. Exhibit or item 24. Plato says, there he is right. The Bible says, every way of a man is right in his own eyes. What do I see? I see that Plato features is right, the Bible features is right, and those two features are the same. Exhibit 25. Plato says, there he is right. The Bible says, where is he? I see that Plato features he is, Plato features, he is, the Bible features, is he, and uh, is he is the uh, reverse of he is. That's all you need to say about that, okay? Okay, all right. Also, in those two statements, I see that Plato features the word there, the Bible features the word where, and where is the rhyme for there. Okay. So in that one, we had uh, two different and distinct features. We had a rhyme, and then we had uh, an inversion. That's the word I was trying to think of. I was saying, uh, anyway, uh, an inversion is the inversion of he is. Okay? And then we have the rhyme. Uh, Plato features there, the Bible features where, and where is the rhyme for there. Now notice this one. Item or exhibit 26. Plato says, Lysias, then, now Lysias is a name, a proper a proper word, okay? The, okay, the Plato features Lysias, well, I, I, I didn't say it all. Plato says, Lysias, then, the Bible says, when Lysias, the chief captain, shall come down. I see in this, Plato features the proper word, the proper noun, uh, Lysias, and the Bible features that same proper noun, Lysias. And, of course, those two features are identical. They are the same. Also in that statement, and I don't have this one on the line in the book, I see that Plato features then, the Bible features when, and when is the rhyme for then? 
Okay. Twenty-seven. Now, now that's a big thing now because, okay, I said, I've said already that Plato in his dialogues speaks of the same things the Bible speaks of. Okay, and here also it is evident that in the Plato in in, in uh, the dialogues and Bible content that they both speak the same or call the same name, as in this case. Plato speaks of Lysias, uh, a character, and the Bible speaks of Lysias, a character. They speak of the same things. They even uh, have some of the same names in them. These, these things are important. They show a relationship between the two. Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. It's too much of these things, too many of them, to be overlooked. Okay? The the, uh, multitude of these things show deliberateness. Yes, I said deliberateness. These things are by design. I or anyone else. I, but I did it. I was supposed to see the connection. I was supposed to see uh, that the dialogues and and King James Bible contents speak of the same things. They also mention the same names and, and et cetera. Okay, there's more. Uh, they have the same features. These things were meant to be seen. If not, they would not be as such are meant to be seen and acted upon, just as I am doing them. Okay? So, moving on. Item 27, or Exhibit 27. uh, Plato says, Lysias, then, the Bible says, then is Christ not risen. Small thing here. I I, I mean, this is a very small thing, a tiny thing. I see that Plato Plato features the word then, and I see that the Bible features the word then, and those two features are the same. It does not matter how small the feature is, okay? It doesn't matter how small it is. Most of the features will consist of two or more words, as you've probably noticed from this short reading. But there are some features that only have one word. But a feature is a feature. Something is either the same or it's not. Whether it's one word or several words or many words. A feature, a like feature, is is a good thing. It's a feature. It's still a feature. Just because the, the two features consist of one word each does not minimize uh, the point that it that that they are features. They are both saying the same thing. In this case, both are saying, are saying the word. 
disease. All right? A feature uh, should not be overlooked just because it's small. Okay? That's the point. Because the question asks simply, what do you see? What do you see that is alike, opposite, question and answer, commandment and performance, commandment and non-performance, et cetera, et cetera? What do you see that is the inverse of of another thing? Remember the inversion I just pointed out a few moments ago? All right, moving on. These things help us to understand the, the relationship. That's what these features do. They help us to understand the relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. Even the same names, the same features, etc. The uh, things that are inverted, all of these things, one-word features, as simple as the word then, all of these things are important. Each feature is important. A one-word feature is just as important and forceful as a three-word or two-word phrase. Going forward, moving on. Okay, just just a moment. All right, item 28. Plato says, I suppose. The Bible says, as I suppose. What do I see that is like, et cetera. I see that Plato features, I suppose. I see that the Bible features, I suppose, and those two things are, those two features are the same. Those two features are identical. Exhibit number 29. Plato says, was in the town. The Bible says, and he was in the hinder part of the ship. What do I see that is the same, opposite, etc.? I see that Plato features was in the, the Bible features was in the, and those two features are the same, are identical. Exhibit 30. Plato says was in the town. The Bible says a crown was given unto him. What do I see? What do I see? Alike, opposite, even a rhyme or an inversion. What do I see in these two statements? I see that Plato features the word town, the Bible features the word crown, and crown is the rhyme for town. That's what I see. The question is simply asked, what do you see? Okay? Okay. Uh, item number 31. Plato says, was in the town. The Bible says, they took him even as he was in the ship. I see Plato features, was in the. The Bible features, 
was in the, and those two features are the same. Item 32, Plato says, was in the town. The Bible says, let them give me a place in some town in the country. What do I see? Watch this one. I see that Plato features in the town. The Bible features town in the. Let me say that again. I see Plato features in the town, and the Bible features town in the. Town in the is an inversion of Plato's feature in the town. These are features, okay? And those two features are what? One is the inversion of the other. Bible's feature is the inversion of Plato's feature. Moving on. This is good, people. This is understanding what is going on between Plato's dialogues and King James' Bible content. This is substantial. This is huge. This is big, whatever adjective you want to use. This is important, and as I said, these things were meant to be seen. Okay? If these, the dialogues in this regard and Bible content were not just written, to fill, think, uh, don't consist of things just written to fill up space. Okay? These two things, the dialogues, in this case, Phaedrus, and the King James Bible content, they are highly related. They are closely related. They are strongly related. As I said, the thousands, the thousands, <laughs> the thousands of examples, the thousands of exhibits, Yes, this was intended to be done. This was meant to be done. The relationship was meant to be found out. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what these things are saying. That's what the features are saying, whether they be rhyme, inversion, question and answer, commandment and performance, commandment non-performance, uh, uh, whatever. They were meant to be seen, found, discovered, and acted upon. Okay, here's one. Item 33. Item 33. Plato says, yes. The Bible says, yay. Yay means yes. So that's the connection between those two. Both are saying yes whether they say yes or whether they say yay. Yay in old English means the same as yes. Those two features are not identical, but they are the same in meaning. You got and yes are the same in meaning. Item 34 Take a look at my time. 
Okay, item 34, exhibit 34. Plato says he was seen with Epicrates. Epicrates or Epicrates or uh, let me just leave it alone and leave it with that, okay? Epicrates. All right? Plato says he was staying with Epicrates. Now, you may pronounce it differently, okay? That's okay. That's okay. When you are reading the words, you see the same thing that I see. You may pronounce it differently, and that's okay. I may not pronounce it to your liking, but still, you can read the information, whether it's in my book or whether you read Plato's content, whichever, okay? And you call it what you want to call it. Because I haven't heard anyone say it, therefore, I don't know the correct pronunciation, so I just say it as I see it, Epicrates or Epicrates. All right, nevertheless, Plato says he will stand with Epicrates. The Bible says that is cunning in plan. Okay, what do I see? I see Plato features the word staying, staying. The Bible features the word playing, and playing is the rhyme staying. Okay? Now, let me say this also. I may not see everything. As you read these things, even from my books, you may see something else. You may see something that I missed. But make sure you are correct. Okay? Make sure you are correct. Don't be too hasty. Uh, I'm not trying to see everything, okay? I'm trying to get enough out. It was my goal to get enough evidence put forth to serve as sufficient proof or evidence that uh, there is a relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James' uh, Version Bible. That's my intention. And that's what my evidence shows. That's what my proof shows. That's what the, the features show, whether they be rhymes, whether they be inversions, whether they be question and answer, etc. Okay, 35 or exhibit 35. Because keep in mind, you are reading evidence. That's what these my books consist of in the Prodigy series, except with the exception of one, the last one that I've put on, okay? It's not number seven, but number eight. Number eight is not, uh, is not doesn't have a goal of showing the connection between Plato's dialogue and King James Bible content. Matter of fact, it's called the ABCs of Bible Rhyme. Now, that book will, will deal with rhyme, okay? This one just introduces us. You know, it's a few rhymes, not many, in, in this book. Features. Okay? Are we, we are at 35. No, we, we're at 36. Plato says he was staying with Epicrates. The Bible says the plague was saved from the children of Israel. I see that Plato features the phrase was staying. The Bible features the phrase was and those two features are similar, all right? Those two features are similar. They're not the same. They're similar. There's some similarity between the two. Okay, okay. 
All right. Item 37, Plato says, he then with Epicrates. The Bible says, stay not. Now, this is, this is one. You've heard me say the feature may be commandment and performance or commandment and non-performance uh, or non-conformance. This is a case here. Plato says he was staying with Epicrates. The Bible says stay not. Here, the Bible give, uh, gives a commandment, stay not. Uh, and uh, Plato's statement uh, asserts that uh, Epicrates was staying when the Bible has said stay not. Plato features was staying. The Bible features stay not. And there you have uh, a commandment with a non nonconformance. All right, nonconformance, nonperformance, kind of uh, performance. Okay, thirty-eight, and we're going to close out with forty, I believe. Thirty-eight. Plato says here at the house of Mauritius, uh, the Bible says, "See here." I see that Plato features the word here. The Bible features the word here. And those two features are absolutely the same. Okay? So another one-word phrase. I mean, I'm sorry, another one-word feature. Item 39, Plato says, here at the house of Mauritius. The Bible says, out of the house of bondage. What do I see? I see Plato features the phrase, the house of, uh, the Bible features the house of, and those two features are the same. Item 40, Exhibit 40, Plato says, that house which is near the temple of Olympian Zeus. The Bible says, and beat upon that house. What do I see? I see that Plato features that house the Bible features that house, and those two features are the same. So, uh, that's it. We'll stop with that. Those two features are the same. That house, that house. So, you're dealing with information that is very simple. You're seeking to find something that is, that is alike, in opposition, and et cetera, as you've heard me name them. Yeah, it's very simple. It's very easy. The information is easy to understand. Keep in mind that you're dealing with evidence. You're dealing with evidence of the relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. That's what you're doing. That's what you have. When you possess any or all of my books, you're dealing with, you're possessing evidence of the connection between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. This is important. This is a very uh, profound and great uh, discovery, uh, the relationship, the connection between the two. This is a great thing. This information increases our knowledge of Plato and his dialogues, and it increases our knowledge at the same time uh, uh, of King James Bible content. This is educational. It even aids in rhyming. I mean, there's rhyme. There are inversions. 
<laughs> there are things that are alike. There are things that are similar. There are things that are question and answer. We didn't get to one of those in this reading. But there are things that are question and answer and other things as well. This is a great work. It is an important work. It concerns, uh, it has to do with things that we should know. We should know of the connection, the relationship between the two, and we should seek to understand this information, which I've already said. It's not hard to understand. In reading it, when you get your books, you just, and there are instructions in the book, but you're just answering the question, what do you see? That the like, opposite, et cetera, inversion, command, and non-performance, command, and performance, et cetera. It's just asking, what do you see? That is, any one of those things that I've named or more. Okay? So, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, go to Amazon.com, Kindle eBooks, make your purchase. You can get one, two, or four books. I have 11 items. I have 11 products on Amazon.com. Okay? I don't, I don't want to make a mistake. Anyway, you can go to Amazon.com, Kindle eBooks, search Plato slash heart, uh, you know, and um, books, paperbacks by Tommy L. Hart. All right. Do it. Do it now. And join me next time. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Make sure you make the Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place and make sure you get, uh, you get, you possess this information, which is so profound and so important. And it has to do with us. It has to do with you, with me. It has to do with people. Okay? Till next time. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.